Welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap Podcast. Woo! We are here with a very special guest today, and this is Daniel Jacobs from Everlasting Confidence. Now, we're going to teach you how to be the best a woman's ever had inside and outside the bedroom, but... What happens if you're a man and you don't know how to get a woman to the bedroom and you're lacking a little bit of self-esteem and how to actually connect deeply with your ideal woman? So today I've got a dating coach all the way from America and he is a phenomenal human being with a massive heart and really wants to give so much value to you guys. And in today's episode, we're really going to be breaking down with Daniel about like the dating process, his philosophy on dating, which is a little bit um, unique um, to some dating coaches, but all of this is about getting the results and coming from that place of love and building up your self-esteem so you can have the really ideal woman that you want in your life. So with that big warm welcome, I just want to say thank you so much for being here, Daniel. Well, Andrew, that was a really good introduction. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, really excited to, you know, to kind of go back and forth and to give value to, to all you guys listening. Yeah, awesome, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a really epic episode. Just because, as I said, it was like a strange way that I met Daniel, but a really amazing and beautiful way. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I just want to say for all the guys who are like tuning in for the first time, um, I just want to say welcome to all the people who have been listening for multiple times. Welcome back. As I said, what we do, the vision at SQL is so men can have mind blowing sexual experiences with women they care about by opening their hearts and connecting deeply with themselves. As a result, becoming the best she ever had inside and outside the bed. Bedroom. And I know Daniel heavily, heavily focuses on um, how like you can really connect deeply to yourself. So that's exactly why I got this man on today. And just a reminder for you guys, what you can do is go check out the Sexual Quantum Leap website. And if you want to download uh, your free pussy massage guide and give women multiple orgasms with your hands tonight, you can also do that. Now, without further ado, I really want to just introduce Daniel and he can give you a bit of a backstory about who, he's I- who he is and like a bit of the story about how we met, man. So that'd be, let's jump straight into it. Cool, man. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to actually start and kind of break down how I came across SQL and why, you know, why I'm even here on this podcast talking to, to all your listeners. To be honest, I think I came across you through, uh, through Pierre D'Souza on Facebook, who I know was one of the guys who you're really good buddies with. I know you guys just did a podcast yeah. uh, a few days ago about masculinity, like freaking awesome podcast. And, Thanks, you know, it's fall. Yeah, absolutely. Was following his page, uh, you know, really looking into his stuff. And I know that he kind of posted something about these, you know, this exact podcast. And I, you know, I went, I started listening to it and it just was a rabbit hole that I went down. You know, it was, you know, you had uh, podcast episodes about bedroom anxiety, about, you know, the pussy massage that you just introduced, <laughs> all yeah. these different, like really fucking cool topics, um, you know, and I just went really deep, explored and the next thing I knew, I was, I, I bought your product, you know, the best you ever had. And I will say that I never, ever thought that I could see myself ever paying for a product, you know, kind of related to sex, because there was a lot of judgment about, you know, that I was placing myself around that. Because I used to, and I can talk about this a little bit more, but I, as you know, when I was younger, you know, now I'm 25, when I was like 18, 19, I definitely had a lot of issues with sex and bedroom anxiety, you know, getting it up, all that kind of stuff. But I was able to kind of overcome a lot of that myself, you know, through Mm. inner work and things like that. But your podcast, you know, it did address some of the issues that I, you know, had earlier on, but it kind of gave me this whole new almost paradigm of like, what the fuck is even possible in my (laughs) sex life? And I was like, you know what, if this guy 
knows this much there has and he's given out this much value just in his free podcast i gotta buy his course because you know there's no way that i'm not gonna buy his course I'm, i'd be stupid not to it's a no-brainer so i went i bought it and it was honestly like i think you should be probably charging 10 times more than what you do it's incredible incredible investment um you know i learned a ton about just you know female sexuality psychology mindsets and obviously all that all that technical stuff as well in terms of you know kind of what to do in the moment you know with your with your hands with with your mouth every literally everything a to z and have been able to really really impact some some awesome women as well you know in the past couple of months you know really using and putting this product uh you know to, to a good purpose that's crazy man yeah like man i just want to say it was like such a blessing to hear like what you've been through and stuff like that and like understanding like these guys aren't alone as well they're not fucked up and we always say this on the podcast you're not fucked up you're not broken and then like yeah all that judgment and like that shame that comes with it but then you're like i love hey just like dove in and just like go you know what i'm gonna do this so what was your biggest takeaways that you've seen with the women you've connected with like before and after man yeah so i think i was at a point already i know i mentioned to you that the first couple girls that i slept with um or at least let's say attempted to sleep with my biggest thing was never being able to get it up. Um, and it took me a long time of just researching and meditating and just, you know, the big kind of topic that you speak about in the course, which is presence, not performance was something that I already started to integrate on my own. Um, mm. but with your course, I think it took it to a whole new level where I realized, you know, that it wasn't just about me having an amazing sexual experience, but it was rather about, yes, me kind of, really owning my sexual desires and what I want, what I don't want, you know, all my kinks, all that kind of stuff, but mm. also taking it to the next level where I'm actually focused on leaving a, a, a really big impact, both emotionally and sexually on the girl that I'm in bed with. And you that's know, the key, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's the key exactly. It's, it's not just like the techniques. It's like I said, that's why a lot of people just go the best you ever had. And sometimes like people, are, oh, it's just best you ever had. It's like, it's very like, like one dimensional, but it's like, it's kind of like the hook in and then people come and see it. And I just like what you're saying, it's the emotional connection, which I know you teach a lot about and the depth of the techniques, the emotional stuff is the fucking 90% behind the presence dude. And then the 10% is like, here's a few little techniques to um, some sprinkle in to actually like have that confidence of knowing exactly what to do specifically. Yeah. And I think that's where the value was in your course. It wasn't obviously, you know, the techniques kind of gave me the, let's call it like the, the certainty and the competence to know what I'm doing moment to moment, which I think a lot of guys need, but it was more so that mindset shift of, look, I'm here to really change this girl's life, to really show her what's possible, to really crack her open um, and give her like a wild sexual experience that she'll never forget. And I think that's, that's kind of the, the power in what you do and in, oh. in the course that you offer. I love it, man. So you stumbled across me from Pierre. You've had some crazy sexual experiences with that. And then it's, I think it's also very much um, can tie into beautifully with the work that you do with helping men open up and express because that's essentially what I'm doing, man. I, I like to say that. It's like how to express and be present and everyone fucking throws these words around. But it's like, actually, let's get into that. Let's get into that feeling and that sensation. And I just had a, um, dude, I just did a retreat this weekend with a guy like one-on-one -on -one just for like two days. And the thing is a big, strong fucking like, do like double my size i'm a skinny fucking hippie he's a fucking built motherfucker and this guy's like bro and I, we can tie into your story after he's like bro he's like 
I can feel again. He was breaking down, crying his eyes out after we did this exercise of slowness with the model. He goes, I can feel. And I know what it's like to actually have intimacy and connection. And I thank you. And that's what actually gets my dick hard. Not when a dude tells me he can make a chick squirt. Like that's, that's fun, man. A guy can make a chick squirt and do this crazy technique. But it's like, that is like, seriously, we call that like the fucking, the, the sprinkles on the cake, man. It's not even the cherry on co- top. It's just the fuck cherry on cock. It's just, <laughs> it's just the sprinkles on top, man. So um, with that being said, do you want to give us a little bit of a, like a story? Cause I know you like really heavily focus on like with your dating stuff. It's not just how here's some techniques, guys. Here's some really emotionally deep stuff that you can really take away. Yeah. So, you know, let me just kind of dive in and I'll give you a little backstory as to, you know, why the, the hell I'm even doing dating coaching. Um, so as a kid, you know, growing up, both my parents were actually from Russia. They're both, uh, Russian immigrants, you know, really coming from, you know, kind of this mindset of, you know, needing to work really hard. And there was a lot of stress in their life, obviously, you know, immigrating to, to the, to the U S at a very young age, super stressful. My mom came here by herself when she was like 18 years old and she grinded her way up. But at the same time, um, I always felt a lot of pressure from my parents, you know, growing up to, to, you know, to perform, you know, to, to be the best that I can be in school, to be the best that I can be in sports. And, um, I have a younger brother as well. And, and I just had so much pressure on me. Um, and the bar was always so high and I never, ever, ever felt like I was good enough growing mm. up. Um, and I'm not blaming my parents for it. It was just kind of the way that I, that I felt all throughout my childhood was that I always felt that like to receive love from other people, you had to be a certain way, you know, you know, being accepted by others, being, you know, being loved by others was something that was very conditional. You had to, you know, act in a certain way. You had to achieve all these different things um, and gain all these accomplishments. And that really messed me up. I think in terms of how I felt about myself Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of my self-esteem and I, you know, growing up, I actually didn't really have that many friends you know, in middle school and high school, I started to get a little bit more social towards high school, but I always had issues with women is I think I, you know, because of this pressure that I put on myself, you know, that I think kind of was just hardwired into the way my parents raised me really made me seek a lot of validation. And that was kind of my issue is that I was always looking for approval. I was always kind of trying to figure out how to say the right thing and do the right thing so that girls could like me you know, how do I, how do I get everyone to like me and how do I avoid everyone's disapproval? I had no boundaries. Yeah. I, all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's common you know, though, that, but isn't it? It's common, bro. Isn't it? And that's it's common. Oh upbringing. yeah. And, and the way you're speaking oh, yeah. about this, it's like, it's so beautiful, man. Cause it's like so many guys can relate even like, man, we like, like, I know we deal with like some really successful business dudes, but yeah, they might be successful in their business. But then when it comes to asserting themselves with women, having boundaries and having really deep and meaningful connections or being able to feel and have that connection, it's like they're shut off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly what I was about to dive into. And you're so right there is that, you know, it wasn't that I was just shutting off, which was very true, but I was never felt like I I always felt like I was below women. Um, And I was always Mm -hmm. thinking, you know, in college, I, I had my first real kind of relationship was when I was 18 years old. And, you know, this is a girl that I really liked a girl that I really wanted to date. And, you know, I was basically seeking her validation the whole time. I was always chasing her and kind of needing her to, to like me, to be able to feel okay and comfortable in my own skin. 
And, you know, that led to sexual issues in terms of me not being able to get it up. That led to a lack of open, honest, authentic communication. And, you know, essentially and eventually kind of led to her just breaking up with me and getting Mm -hmm. a text from her saying at 18 that, you know what, you're a really nice guy, but I just, I don't, I don't feel anything with you. I don't, I don't feel the chemistry. And that was what kind of got me started on the whole path of self-development and, you know, kind of going in and out of the pickup community and trying to figure out female psychology and how do I, at first it wasn't even about me becoming, you know, uh, a really confident, emotionally healthy guy. It was more about how do I get girls? How do I get the girls that I've never been able to get? How do I, how do I like get this kind of girl that, that, that never liked me? So that was, that's kind of what initiated this whole path. Jeez, that's, that's crazy, man. So what, you're 18 and you're, you're 18, this is where the journey started and then 25, you're 25 now, correct? 25 right now, yep. Oh uh, yeah, dude, that's, that's nuts. And it's just, it's beautiful to see that progression and that journey you've been on, man, because it's like, it's, it's like, it's such a, it's even for me, I'll relate to that, man, of like, do you know, you said the inadequacy, like not feeling good enough as a man. I've definitely been there. I like really felt that like, women and men would only like me by how good I am in the bedroom of like me being that sex fucking God, quote unquote, you know, self. And then people see me that I'm like, what about my character and who I am as a human being? Like, like getting people to see me for that instead of like getting people to like me for my accomplishments and my achievements. And then like, same with like dealing with, I'm um, high achieving dudes who have the cash. It's like, oh yeah, I got my approval from my friends cause I'm making bank now. But it's like, who gives a fuck at the end of the day? It's like, you're like, why am I doing this? And like really having those deeper questions, man. So I completely can relate. And that's a, like still a battle that I can like, I deal with like uh, very, very on a minuscule way now, but it's still like there. Like let's, people see my character let women see my character opposed to trying to go look at me i'm this sex dude and you know like sometimes like pulling away from that man so i appreciate the complete vulnerability with that absolutely um so to kind of go from from where we left off is that you know i'm 18 years old i get into college and i was trying to find all these ways you know because it was because at the time i didn't have i think the emotional awareness in the level of consciousness to really, really know that what I needed was to learn how to love myself and how to accept every part of myself. I didn't know that at the time. I thought that I needed to kind of figure out who I need to be or who I need to kind of, how do I need to change myself so that I could get the kind of girls I wanted. So that's what kind of led me into pickup, you know, studying different, you know, routines and tactics and all that kind of stuff, which is where I started and just starting to really go out you know, again, it's a cold approach, super, super heavily, um, go out, you know, at night during the day, malls, clubs, grocery stores, approach women everywhere. I knew that, you know, this was something told me that this was kind of the path to getting there. Um, and I absolutely got results. And I have a lot of really crazy stories from that time of kind of between 18 and 21, 22, where I was really applying tons of, you know, different strategies and, you know, kind of trying to become, this, this really high value guy, Mm. but I was getting to a point kind of at the, at the, you know, let's say the, the peak of this where I was sleeping with some really beautiful girls, but I still kind of felt empty inside. Mm. Um, and there was a, there's a really big point where something shifted, which is what actually kind of led me down the path of starting this coaching business. Um, and that was the point where I actually had an experience where I had a foursome with three 
beautiful, beautiful girls who actually initiated the experience in college. This is my last year of college. I was about 22 years old and I felt so, so empty um, because I wasn't myself. I was acting like this really alpha dude this whole time. I, I was super in my head. I was thinking about how I need to be, what I need to say for them to like me. Um, had absolutely no connection with them. So I had this kind of this crazy sexual experience that most guys think is kind of like the pinnacle of, of game per se, you know, as they call it. Um, but to me, it's like I felt empty. I felt like this massive void of like, is this really what I want? Why am I, and, why am I, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why am I doing this? Do these girls even like me for me or do they like me for, you know, this, this facade that I'm putting on? Um, and I realized that there had to be something more to that than just getting the girls. Yeah, man. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I don't know. Did you hear the episode where I basically stopped running sex parties? Cause I had like all these beautiful women in the room, the same shit, dude. And I'm just like, what is it going to be like? five women this time, 10 women next time. Like, and then we have 30, 40. It's like, when, when does it ever end? It was, just, it was the same thing, bro. Yeah. And, and you know what? I think that there is a lot of enjoyment that could be kind of had from having these kind of things like threesomes and foursomes, you know, other really, really fun sexual experiences, but you need to be coming from a place of authenticity. It oh, needs but to yeah, be, it's fucking fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> oh, don't like. So think, fun, I, I think I, I think I want to jump in and like say, bro. It's like it's not like a Debbie Downer. Like, oh, guys, you shouldn't really be doing this. Like, you know, it's not cool. It's like, bro, go explore, have fun, do this. But if you're thinking, I think this is like the distinction, and as well, jump in, bro. It's like if the distinction is like my pinnacle of life will be like sex, and like peak, the pinnacle of life will be having threesomes, foursomes, and having group sex, or being with multiple women, or hitting X amount of women for um a lay yeah. count, so to speak, and that the peak it will never fucking end and fill that void inside but it is like in that moment they can be very beautiful hedonistic um experiences of just like love passion and joy but the thing is is it really like what is the meaning behind this if you're like just like i just want to do this because the experience i've got with this person in the moment perfect and enjoy that but you're like i'm doing this fulfill myself and if you want to take it from there man i think that's a really good distinction oh yeah for sure total totally on the same page um so actually, if I'm being completely honest, I read this one book that kind of really altered my view. It's called Models by Mark Manson. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dating book about how it's all about vulnerability. It's all about honesty instead of performance. And that was a massive shift for me because a lot of like what Mark Manson was talking about, I could massively relate to was that I kind of looked at when was I the happiest? When, when was I not only kind of the most successful, in terms of when I brought women home, you know, I had the best dates, I had the best relationships. When did I feel the most fulfilled at my core? And it was when I was the most real. Um, mm. When I opened up about, you know, my shame, when I opened up about, you know, my, uh, my need for approval, when I really got real with women, you know, even set boundaries and things like that. That's when I was, I, that's when I was the happiest. That's when I felt the most loving and kind of connected to them. So, that's what kind of stirred me on this journey of starting my own business was I was, uh, I just finished college. I was at the time I was working in sales at the really, really big famous fortune 50 company, uh, you know, right outside of New York, I was mm-hmm. making really good money. My dad was super happy because my dad works in tech as well. And, you know, basically I was living the, the post-college grad dream 
but I was fucking miserable, man. You know, I was at the time I was really into self-development. I was miserable because I wasn't living my purpose. And I knew that I was here to, 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 to coach people, to make an impact on them and to really help them become comfortable in who they are and learn to love themselves, specifically guys. So that's what spurred me on to start the business. And I remember this one time uh, I was meditating and I was crippled by overwhelming anxiety. This was like a, some day, like two months after I started this job. Um, and I had this really cool, almost, uh, let's call it like a mini enlightenment experience where I disconnected and kind of disassociated from my thoughts. And I started to kind of look at them and I became ridiculously present to the moment. I had this experience of like, let's call it like thoughtlessness for like a little bit. And then the next day I had this massive, like creative breakthrough at work where something, you know, I don't know if it was from like God or higher power told me, dude, you need to help people. You need to help men with confidence. That's what you're here to do. Um, and literally that day I go to my boss's office. I quit my job. I, I tell him, all right, really? man, Jeez. look, <laughs> I'm done. I'm here to, to follow my purpose. Had At the time, I actually had about uh, a thousand, maybe a little bit over a thousand dollars in my bank account. Had no plan, no marketing skills, no really not really sales skills. Had no idea how to coach at all. Started my business, created the, the name Everlasting Confidence, you know, created my website through like Wix or whatever. Started the business, got, a, got my first client within the next week, just through straight like, pounding it and hustling. Um, and you know what, you know, now it's, uh, two years have passed. I've probably worked with over a hundred guys. Um, initially the business was more of like a, a business to help guys with just confidence, but then I shifted it into also helping them with dating. And I could kind of elaborate on that, how I made that shift and why I made that shift. But yeah, I've helped over a hundred men at this point from all over the world, made massive, massive impact. Um, helped a bunch of guys get girlfriends, helped a couple of guys even get married. You know, they, nice. one, one guy is even as a kid at this point, uh, which was really, really cool. Uh, but really with the focus on self-esteem and emotional intelligence um, and, you know, built, built a really, really awesome six figure business kind of from scratch. So it's cool, bro. blessed, Congra man. Congrats, man. Blessed. Congrats on that. <laughs> and also taking that jump yeah. and that leap to really dive in. Now, Let's jump into, unless you've got something else you want to add for your story, because that's pretty fucking epic, man, of like you basically going, you know what, I'm going to give the middle finger to my boss metaphorically and just go, you know what, I need to chase and pursue something that's really meaningful to me. And that's what I, that's what I love that we do with SQL, man, as well. It's like, and that's why I wanted to get you on the podcast. It's like, how can we make significant impact on people's lives? and really yeah. change them where they go, I don't know who the fuck I was before and you're taking off the blinders for them. So dude, you're definitely doing that and it, I appreciate you and I honor you just from the perspective of like being able to really significantly change the lives of men so that it's like everyone wins, man. And that's what I like about you. It's not like a man versus woman. It's like, it's like a very like, it's man, women together and how can we join this in a beautiful experience? So with that being said, man, I actually do have a question for you straight off the bat, man. I loved your perspective because you talk about a lot about self-love and self-acceptance for these men and what, want a bit more of an understanding about the process that you take these men through. It's when you're saying a lot to these guys, you help these men love themselves. What process do you take themselves? Uh, what process do you take them through? And do you feel that you can actually love yourself 100%? 
So that's a really good question. I think I'll kind of start with uh, the first one where you kind of asked me about the process itself yeah. that I take men through. So the, the way that I kind of position my offer is that I, I help guys get a girlfriend. That's, that's really the outcome that I want to give them is I want them to be able to get a really high quality girlfriend, not just any girlfriend, but the exact kind of girl that they want, you know, physically, personality wise, in terms of how she treats them the kind of sexual connection and relationship that they have with her really get exactly what they want in their love life. But mm. the approach to getting there is actually inside out. So instead of just telling them, all right, guys, you know, go out on the, go out into the, into the streets and approach, you know, a hundred women a day. I actually don't do that. Uh, instead of that, I actually help them start by developing emotional awareness. So the first actual exercise that I'll have guys do is go out and instead of approaching women, spend time around the kind of women that they find incredibly attractive and notice what they feel in their body around them. So, so my, my whole thing is that you can't really connect with a woman and you can't really get the kind of women that you want if you don't understand how you feel around them. So I'll, I'll notice that a lot of guys, when they start doing this, a lot of guys come to me, they just want to get their dating life sorted, but they don't understand what is actually causing or preventing them from having the kind of dating life they want. So I, I actually believe that instead of teaching guys a lot of techniques and kind of tactics, which I, you know, they, they do have their time and place. You have to figure out what is, what, what are you kind of like, what is stopping you from attracting these girls? You know, what is it that you're doing to actually push them away? Cause a lot of the time these men are going to feel shame. They're going to feel intense. Like, grief and apathy and fear and anxiety around women. And I'll actually help them kind of start to develop a relationship with those different emotions. You know, these inner feelings that they have, a lot of it is, you know, stems from that feeling of not being good enough and really learn to love and almost be like a, a father figure for their own emotions um, and accept all of their emotions completely. You know, the shame, the grief, the, the guilt, the, the, the overwhelm and from that place be able to now start to communicate what they actually want. So basically like you're getting them to, that's cool. I've never heard of that, man. So it's like basically you're, you're getting them to be around the women they want and get to feel what comes up. And the first is the awareness of like, fuck, I don't feel good enough to be around this person. I don't feel good enough to be around these women. So you're getting them to be really aware of the emotion that is currently that's coming up from being around the woman, their ideal um, partner, their dream girlfriend, whatever it is. And then they go, yeah. oh, and then we have to deal with that first. And then when they feel comfortable with that, then we can proceed to move on with like a little bit more of a how-to. But if they don't deal with the emotions first of being around their ideal, how the fuck are they going to do it? Because it doesn't matter how much techniques they're going to use in that moment they just still won't feel good enough to actually say anything is that that's kind of what i'm getting from this yeah and there you know what there it's it's there's a lot of nuance to this because i don't think anybody's ever perfectly ready to go out and to meet women you're always going to have fear you're always going to have anxiety um i still you know at this point i see a girl that i really like and that i want to talk to i'll feel a lot of nervousness um it's normal i don't think it's ever going to be something that is going to go away, but it's the, the relationship that you have to your emotions. That's what matters. So I, it's not so much that I want these guys to get to a point of complete self-acceptance and self-love before they start going out and meeting women. That's not, that's a little bit, uh, almost unrealistic. Mm -hmm. You're always going to feel a little bit of that, but it's more so that I want them to be able to take ownership 
and responsibility uh, and almost give themselves that masculine and feminine self-love towards their own emotions. So on one hand, really kind of, you know, I'll, I could talk about this as like healing their inner child, which the inner child is kind of the way I see it as like a collection of all of your unresolved traumas and emotions and really being, being able to kind of like nurture your own wounds, but also that's kind of the feminine side of the self-love. And then you have the masculine side of the self-love, which is really kind of being that father figure for yourself and saying, you know what? I feel this, I could handle it. And I'm going to still go out and take action. I'm going to still go out and express what I want with women and all that kind of stuff. So that's really a foundation that I want them to build, you know, self-acceptance, self-assertiveness, self-responsibility, which is really necessary to even be kind of fundamentally attractive to the women they're going to go talk to. Cool. And then, and then tapping into the second question, because I know you're talking a lot about self-love and self-acceptance. Are we always in self-love or can you teach men to get there or it's an oscillating process um, and then we, but you know how to tap into that at will? So that's, a, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I don't know if I've even actually thought about that super deeply. Um, but I think that self-love is, I think we all at our core are love and that mm. what is actually stopping us from actually experiencing that love is resistance. Um, a lot of like pent up negative emotions, like, you know, fear, apathy, you know, even things like pride and, and want and stuff like that, neediness and being able to, you know, there's nothing even wrong with necessarily having these emotions, but it's more so you're rationalizing and you have all these stories that, okay, I can't love myself because, you know, I'm too fat or I'm, or I'm bald or I'm too short or whatever, whatever limiting belief that you have and being able to actually disidentify from that story, drop in, feel these emotions, um, allows you to get in touch with that love. So that love is, is the way I'll put it is kind of the, that awareness behind all of these other emotions that you have. And once you start to accept them and really let go of them little by little by little, you'll notice that who you really are, aren't those feelings. You're actually that love that, you know, that, that beautiful oceanic love behind all of it yeah and I'm, I'm digging what you're saying from the perspective of like it's not so much about the techniques first and pierre and i actually talking about pierre what you said before and it's like we said like when pierre was teaching dating he just like teach dudes like for a whole year i'm not gonna get and t- pierre's like the technical master when it comes to this stuff if he really wants to from the dating process but at the same time man he was like for a whole year if i was taking someone under my wing for the first time Basically, they'd be going out and they'd be, as, said, as you said, man, being in the pro, like being in the presence of women. And it's like a first year, there's like approaching a lot and getting the feeling. He's like, I'm not going to give you any like techniques or any like principles about what to do. You're just going to be in the presence of women and like um, go up to women with boldness and say hello and introduce yourself. Essentially, I'm very open oversimplifying it, but that was kind of the gist of what was happening. Uh, instead of like getting stuck in the head about what you're saying, and then. Um, later on, introducing some principles and more techniques to really have a grasp of what is going on. Um, so yeah, man, I just want to get you, like your thoughts on that and like really tie it back to your process about how you guys, how you're teaching your guys to get their dream girlfriend. Oh yeah, so that's that's actually something important I want to I want to hit on as well is that you know you know I've, I've been talking a lot about you know self acceptance and you know inner work and all that kind of stuff and I do believe that that is a like in my opinion, self-esteem is, is the, the foundation for being good with women. But 
it, what I'm saying is don't just sit there and, you know, meditate and, you know, show love to your emotions. All that's important, but you still have to go out and you have to take action. You have to step into tension. You have to have these, these vulnerable conversations with women and you do have to absolutely be a leader in these conversations and go for what you want and ask for what you want. So the other component to what I do, which is not the internal is the external part mm -hmm. is actually pu really pushing guys out of their comfort zone to approach the women that they really want. So, and my whole take on it is that your, your gut will almost tell you your instinct will almost tell you which girls you're actually attracted to. And, uh, I think a, a, a big paradigm or a big kind of like pitfall that a lot of guys fall into is that they just spam approach girls. You know, they just approach like all these girls just cause they feel like they should when they start working on their dating life. Um, and I think that actually hurts their self-esteem. And instead of that, I'm a big believer in only approaching, you know, not necessarily the hottest women, but the women that you find attractive, the women that really turn you on. Um, and sometimes that's super, sometimes that can be really, really, really scary, especially if you're coming from a place of like not having much experience. Mm. But I found that women, you know, are turned on by being desired. So if you go for the, you know, the, the sexiest you know, most beautiful women, you're going to have better interactions with them because they're going to feel that turn on from you. They're going to feel like you're super, super aroused and excited by them and, they, and that you genuinely want to be there. Yeah. So dude. that's, that's, an, that's another big component. Oh, for sure. And yeah, oh, back in the day, man, when I was teaching dating, like it would be like, it's like, say, man, like if a guy is going up to a woman that he's not really into, she can feel that. She's like, why are you here? Or if a guy like, like I, I, this is just what my thoughts were. It's like, I got, I went out there, like I talked to a lot of women to like get the practice and the hours in man for sure. And I hear what you're coming from as well. But then also at the same time, it's like, when I was doing that, like if I would like say the same thing, hey, I saw you over there, I just wanted to come meet you because of X, Y, and Z, whatever I'd say. Um, then, if she felt like I was just doing it just for just doing it because I just wanted like I'm just doing just to practice and it's like it wasn't authentic sometimes women would call me up like did you say this to 100 women but like mm. uh, when I was saying it from my heart in a deeper place and connecting with a woman even though I delivered the same thing I'm like yo I just want to come over and meet you because it x y and z and i actually genuinely wanted to do it i wouldn't get the fucking responses from women saying oh you're just doing this what, what is that the best pickup line or how many other women have you done this today because they can feel the incongruence of you trying to like like do the thing instead of feel the thing oh 100 and you know what to kind of add on that a big two big kind of like uh fundamentals of my coaching is the first one is you know we call it honest expression uh, and the other one is honest action. So the honest action I think I, I covered was where I said, I, I, I tell guys to only, only approach girls that actually turn you on that you really just, you know, at this point, so some of the girls that I talk to, I'm literally like hard talking to them. And it's, it's funny. Cause it's like, they really turn me on and I just yeah. refuse <laughs> to talk to a girl that just, I don't find attractive. I just will not do it. Um, and the other component is the honest expression, which is where, uh, this, this is kind of the communication piece as to how I show guys how to, how to talk to women is I tell them to get into their body, to notice what they feel and communicate exactly that. So if they feel super nervous or they feel really anxious, tell that because the thing is, is that women already see that. I mean, women are biologically kind of wired to have really, really high emotional intelligence and they know they could just read your, 
your facial expressions, your, your body language. Um, if you're trying to like show up there with a bunch of routines and lines and you're like fidgeting and you know, your body language is all closed and shit. Um, they'll know that, that you have that something weird is going on, but if you could just kind of just put your intentions on the table and say, look, like I'm fucking nervous, but I think you're so sexy. And I, I just wanted to talk to you. Like I'm right here. Um, and this is what I'm looking for. And you kind of lead from that place. It's, what, what, yeah, I was just saying, what happens? Okay, I want to have a little bit of distinction here because I'm all for it. But what happens if a guy's like, bro, I just feel like licking this chick's face. Yo, I just want to come over here. I'm a little bit nervous. I just want to lick your face or like lick your pussy. And the chick's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Get out of here. Like, it's like, what's the distinction between honest expression, and just social um, retardedness and like being uncalibrated essentially, man? That's actually a really good question. I think uh, uh, a lot of guys ask me is like, well, can I just go up to girls and just tell them I'm, you know, I literally just want to bend them over and have sex with them? <laughs> no, no, that's retarded. Because a component of the kind of the, 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 the fundamental of honest expression is not saying whatever thoughts come to your mind, but rather you're communicating what is emotionally relevant to you. So if you're feel, you're communicating feelings and say, if you're usually what, what will happen is that a guy will see a girl that he wants to talk to and he's going to have a desire that he wants to communicate, say like, you know, curiosity or interest, attraction, but he'll also have a resistance to feeling that. So in his thought, if a thought about, you know, licking her for her face or pussy comes into his mind, he shouldn't be saying that because that's just what he thinks is, you know, he should say instead of what he actually feels. And what the, the right way to do this, you know, in terms of how I would say it is go up to the girl and say, you know what, like I felt anxious to come up to you but some you know but i felt excited by you i felt curious to come talk to you now that is a lot more genuine because women relate to feelings not necessarily to thoughts so much yeah and you're being you're you're being socially calibrated and not just exactly up, yo I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling fucking super turned on girl can i just lick your pussy right now like oh my god like, i had a buddy who i was out with like he just goes so hard man and like talk about the honest expression he just fucking walk up yeah. to chicks and go so fucking like off the bat he, he like basically one in a hundred girls were like yeah i'm gonna go home with you but still you're like 99 percent of the fucking approaches he was doing man it was just like fucking ridiculous like i wouldn't go out with much but it was just like a it was like a kind of a circus act so thank you for making that <laughs> distinction for the guys who go i'm in a shopping yeah. center like really loud yo i just want to come up and say hey i'm gonna bend you over the um the coffee aisle and let's do this right now and she's like hang on a second i've got a husband and i'm making my and i just want to like get my coffee in peace buddy but yeah it's like uh, the awareness man so thank you that's that's really cool yeah man. well before I, was we, gonna... I was gonna say yeah continue no i was i was just gonna add one last thing is that i do think that there is a time and place for saying things like that about, you know, oh, bending sure. her over all that kind of stuff, but it has to come from, you know, from it really being the main emotion that you feel. And there also obviously needs to be some sort of build up and, and emotional connection before you actually express something like that. Oh man, it's definitely part of it. You want to tell, like, that's where we come, as you know, yeah. man, with all the SQL stuff. Like, you want to tell a woman what you want to do, but maybe not in the fucking aisle when she's shopping for bananas, all right? So, or whatever <laughs> she's doing. And don't take that as a hint, yeah. she's shopping for bananas. Like, my dad told me that back in the day, man. My dad's like, if a woman's at the shopping center and she has 
bananas and condoms in her shopping trolley. That means she wants to have sex. I'm like, fuck that. What are the chances of people doing that? Or or cucumbers and, and condoms. Okay, what is this? Some underground code of fucking condoms and bananas <laughs> and all this shit. But dude, before we wrap this up today, before this conversation digresses, you've already dropped some bombs and I appreciate that. And thank you for um, really dropping some clear distinctions on stuff. What is some last um, final words that you really want to say before we get into like who you are and how we can contact you, man? Yeah, so I think that the the main thing that I want to tell guys is that don't focus on just getting the girls, you know, that you want. I think for a lot of guys listening, um, especially from guys that were similar from a place that I was coming from, is that they're they're so focused, they're so hyper kind of like locked into getting sex, to to getting dates, all that kind of stuff. And they tend to compromise a lot of their personal integrity when they do that. They compromise you know what they're willing to put up with they settle for women that that treat them like shit they um they settle for you know even with you know with what you teach sexual sexually is that they settle for less than fulfilling sexual experiences Mm -hmm. um and the biggest thing is that my advice to guys is that first sit down figure out you know get in touch with your emotions get in touch with you know what you feel learn to really really accept and get comfortable in your own skin. Start with that because until you get that straightened out, um, none of none none of it is going to work at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because women women will will if you are using women as a way to kind of feel good about yourself, they're they're always going to pick up on it. And once you do that, really learn to figure out what it is that you actually want, and learn how to actually communicate it very assertively, clearly, and in a way that is obviously empathetic as well to nice. the women that you that you're looking for so never ever ever have feel like you need to settle bro i love that's it that's the biggest thing i'll say oh hey I forgot, yeah dude that's fucking spot on and i forgot to tell you man i got roasted today by like two chicks because i put this thing out like seven step pussy massage i got about 80 to 100 people coming to bali it's like how to be the best she ever had and these women were like going hard at it like sounds a little bit degrading how does he know he fingers a doll why is he doing this shit it's not about that seven step principle every woman's different and stuff like that but it's so funny how people just like just jump on to even you like just like op- like onto one thing that they hear and then all of a sudden they go down this rabbit hole where it's like you have no idea like listen to the podcast listen to the youtube even you say really delve deeper into what we do but it's just funny and i know it's polarizing with what i'm doing but at the same time man it's just like we're saying the same shit of like i actually sell that the depth of the connection yeah now they're like sharing the beautiful message so we can get people into our worlds so i can connect them with people like yourself and like connect them with the deeper message of actually going deeper into who you are and the techniques are secondary so they're basically saying all the same shit i'm saying but they haven't looked deeper into the work which was kind of funny man they go the way he says pussy like yeah shit like this man so fucking crazy stuff yeah that's 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 really funny that's awesome yeah it's all it's all part of it man but i just want to say if um for on that because that just came to my mind with um, what you're saying and because we're saying the same shit how can we connect more deeply to our emotions and who we are as men so we can feel more and have deeper meaningful connections with women we care about man and that's why we're here and i just want to say thank you so much for being here man and sharing sharing the love man sharing them um, your perspective on the dating process and helping people all around the world man so it is so beautiful and i just want to yeah acknowledge you man for what you're doing yeah i mean i massively appreciate you having me i remember um listening to this podcast about a year ago and and in my mind thinking like at one day i want to be on his podcast and here i am <laughs> doing it 
just talking shit about um cucumbers and shopping centers. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Ex- exactly. <laughs> all right, man. In all seriousness, I just want to say I appreciate you being here, man. And what is the best way to for people to contact you or reach out to you if they want to know more about what you do? Yeah, so I, I have a Facebook group called Everlasting Confidence that, that guys listening to this could check out. Um, you could also follow me on Instagram at DanielJacob2040. And I have uh, a YouTube channel that I recently started as well, which is also called Everlasting Confidence. Ooh, love it. So yeah, getting in contact with Daniel, awesome dude. And as I said, if you really resonated with his stuff and you can't find him for whatever reason, make sure you hit me up and I will get you in contact with this incredible human being who is making a beautiful impact on the world. So Daniel, again, I just want to say thank you and I honor you for really like making the impact on people's lives and men's lives so then we can all basically leave women better and wetter and everybody wins from it. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me, Andrew. And, you know, I'm just excited to see what we'll, what we'll do in the next, you know, year and 10 years moving forward. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. And yeah, guys, if you have any more questions, as I said, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. It has been an absolute pleasure. And Daniel is a legend. So with that all being said, I love you. Thank you. And I'll see you on the next episode.